Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Where old stories take on a new life and the world is teeming with possibilities. Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with. Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. The Boar Knight, Part 11, The Whispers in Wolfwater. Time is the eternal path which moves beneath the feet of mortal beings, even without their notice. Unstoppable, it is best for lives to flow in harmony with the rush of time. Galaxies move within the universe, stars spin within those galaxies, and planets rush about those glowing stars. And as those planets turn, so do the days and nights, and so come birthdays, anniversaries, important appointments, and mundane meals. In this way, time is made up and taken up. When you are but a ball, even an honored ball night, time continues to flow onward. Appointments must be kept, and cycles of the moon cannot be stopped. Just as time flows for a boar, a bard, or a dwarrier, then does it also flow for a mayor, his townsfolk, and a growing, creeping bloom which continued to crawl ever closer. I know we have some record of the Ocean King's last visit here in town. I write down everything. I just tend to forget afterwards. What about a map? Do you have a, a map? Certainly, certainly. Ah, we've been worried for the Ocean King since he disappeared, but the creeping bloom is a more present danger. Here, these slabs should have the last record of the Ocean King's visit. Sorry, it's just... We've been swimming for hours, and I'm really hungry. It takes a lot of muscle work to swim so much. No excuses needed. Where are my manners? Come, take the slabs with you. We can read through the records over at the diner. Two kelp tosses, one seagrass pasta with phytoplankton drizzle, and a roasted coral bulb. Medium. Uh, coming right up, Sita. Uh, what? Is Cecil the cook? Take a seat, dears. I'll come around to take your orders in a minute. 
Right, so... Oh, are you still cooking? Uh, oh, yes. Don't mind my other arms. I'm just whipping up those orders. Sita, a pair of otter greens, a grassy plate with slime, and half-based toasty kugel up in the window. <clears throat> now, see here. Uh, these records say that the Ocean King was last spotted in the waters around Wharf Water four weeks ago. Hmm, yes. All right. What can I get for you today, dears? Well, I was thinking that the... The double uh... roasted coral bulb with, well, just drenched in the phytoplankton sauce. And those stock fries, are those filling? Uh, never mind, can I just get a double serving? Double roasted coral bulb with phytoplankton sauce soap, double deck of stock fries, and how would you like those bulbs grilled? Medium, thank you. All right. And you, little fella? Uh, oh, uh, the shredded coral plate, thanks. And you, sir? Sounds good. You heard all that, right, Cecil? All good. It's already hitting the grill. Do you have a lot of jobs, Cecil? Mayor, cook? Chief detective, gardener. Oh, too many. Eight arms, and they all have a mind of their own. Order up. Right, now, back to the matter at, um, uh, this hand. Uh, the Ocean King was here four weeks ago, checking on the progress of some of the kingdom's newest kelp farms. Tengo tanta hambre que podría comer piedra. I'll just put my head down until the chow arrives. Dwarves need a lot of food. We're mostly muscle, you know. I'm working on yours now, Ms. Madrid. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. As you can tell, we really aren't from the undersea. So can you tell us the whole story of... The Creeping Bloom. Oh, don't start that again. The whole story? Well, I can only tell you the whispers and the rumblings I've heard here about Wharf Water. Now, let's see. Oh, that was a song squeak. Here it comes. What? No. Please, just wait until the food's ready. I'm so hungry. Music is a force of nature, Madrid. Tell us what you've heard about... This creeping bloom It didn't start so scary It never does Can't this just wait a bit more It's now or not A distant swirl of red and A silly afterthought found the driver crab got knocked to sleep saw him before in the hospital he's better now 
Gracias. Here, gimme. Of course. Here you go. And here you go as well. Thank you. It, it looks great. Now, we've learned a few other things about the uh, creeping bloom, too. Uh, from Mr. Valentine, where did he go? Oh, okay. Well, the creeping bloom hurts fish folk when they breathe it in. But not crustaceans. How do you know that? There's a shrimp community living not so far from here. And they make regular trips out near the Creeping Bloom. Oh, customers! Dear friends, please pick a table and I'll be right with you. But other creatures with gills do suffer from it, myself included. Cephalopods have gills? Correct. Well, the gills fishneck water breathers allow us to, as it says, breathe the water. So if breathing in the creeping bloom hurts others, I think it would hurt us too. Then we need to be careful. Well, of course. (laughs) Ah, yes. I was wondering the same thing. Hmm? What? Oh, sorry. I was eating. Oh, Mr. Opod, Mayor, sir, this roasted curl bulb is fantastic. You're a great cook. (laughs) Why, thank you. It's my fourth arm's dream to be a chef. Well, you... it... are there. This is great. Uh, But what were you saying? Sorry, I interrupted. Um, The Ocean King. Is it possible his disappearance had anything to do with the Bloom's arrival? We don't know. The creeping bloom was still only a minor nuisance when he disappeared. And while we adore our king, the creeping bloom worries us far more than his absence. What's he like, the king? He's helpful and kind. Always cheers up the gup! We're very lucky to have a king like him. He cares about us. And... Uh, We should do more to show that we care about him, too. So, as mayor of Wharfwater, I would like to hire you, Sir Nathaniel, to search for our king. He's right, Mr. Mayor. You don't need to hire us. We'll do it for free. Of course. We're already looking for him anyway. I I mean, it's a knight's duty to help kings in need. Oh, (laughs) Well, we are surely very lucky that you swam into wharf water this morning, Sir Nathaniel. But where do we even start? These are two kelp leaf wraps, 
a roasted coral bowl patty, hold the kelp, and the minnow-sized sea berry bowl. All with stalk fry sides and Fido dip. Coming right up, Sita. Have you heard anything about the Ocean King recently? Well, about a month ago, the Ocean King came by, ordered a four kelp salad and a side of steamboat slivers. Such a nice man. He said he was heading out toward the coral depth forest, but I try not to pry. Certainly not with his majesty. <laughs> coral depth forest. So we have a clue where to start. Order up. Stomachs filled and hopes renewed. Sir Nathaniel, Winthrop the Bard, and the Dwarfia Madred said their goodbyes to Mayor and Cook O'Port with many vigorous and simultaneous handshakes, and the passing of a well-packed picnic to Winnie. Outside the diner, many of the citizens of Wharfwater swam out to say farewell. And wished the trio fair tidings on their quest, for finding the Ocean King was no longer only for Nathaniel's benefit, but also for the many fishfolk of the undersea kingdom. Many fins, flippers, claws, and tails waved goodbye as the trio left Wharfwater, following a road they had never travelled in a land they had only just reached. To find a king the people desperately needed, and finish a potion they desperately needed, all to be expected in the life of a knight and his companions. After swimming and bounding across the undersea floor, enchanted by the beauty of the deep water realm, they spotted the distant deep purples, vibrant yellows. And blushing pinks of the strong feathery branches that comprised the coral depth forest, the ocean adventure awaited, and so hopefully did the ocean king. The poor knight, written by K. A. Stats, produced with additional sound design and accordion by Travis Fengroff. Edited with sound design and mixing by Dane Leonardson, with music by Stephen Malin, Ryan McQuinn, and Travis Vengroff. Starring Sam Yao, Paul Maya, David Devereaux, Juliana Gutierrez, Lane Kelly, and David Alt. This is a Fool and Scholar production. Thank you for listening. Hey Jenny, have you、um, ever heard of a vampire slayer? Do you mean the one girl in all the world with the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and forces of darkness? I do. Oh yeah, I've heard of her. Cool. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs, and I'm Kristen Russo, and together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Never seen Buffy before? We will protect you. Our podcast is spoiler free, so first time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? <laughs> Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. So, if you've never watched Buffy, or if you're about to watch the series for the fourteenth time, come over and join us. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.